0: In order to get that to play, you have to have your form connected to the team. Hi everyone. I my mic's on? Hello. Hi. So um welcome everyone this week to um, to, uh combos of Shan. And we are live in the Real Buzz Radio headquarters. And um, we are talking about co-parenting this week. So, we are just going to slowly start.
1: I should be able to
0: work it. Let me just see what's going to happen anyway.
1: <laughs> <Hey>. i
0: <Right>, right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> over we um, improving on last week's improvements. I think okay, hold on. Um, no. Sorry. If you're voice in me, you need to send me a text, please, because one can't listen to a voice note right now. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. everyone sound check sound check sound check let me know if you can hear me loud and clear please let me know if you can hear me i've done something wrong this week already Oh, it's me. Right, if someone can tell me whether you can sound check, sound check, one, two, three, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Good evening, everyone. And welcome to Convos with Shan. Look, we've got Brandon on all these things. Hey! So, welcome, welcome, everybody. Please share the live. And we are live also on realbuzzradio.com. So, please share the live, please, guys. And welcome to the show of this week, Wednesday. Each every, and every Wednesday, we are going to be live on the radio. And... Um, and we are going to hit it off right so this week we are going to be talking about co-parenting so it's going to be a bit of a wide topic but we are going to bring it back in um so thank you very much to the sponsors real buzz radio headquarters is where you'll find me each and every wednesday i will be here live in the studio
1: hi
0: um Okay, good. Um, Thank you. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much to the sponsors, Jimmy Asher Foundation. Thank you very much for sponsoring us. We appreciate it. It does great work with the community. Um, How did that work? Okay, there we go. And um, also, thank you very much for our our, our new sponsors, which is the Flavour Stop. So you can find them doing their weekly um their weekly meals every week. So they are our free sponsors, and thank you very much for having us. And we very much do appreciate our sponsors for do great work. Um so welcome to Combos with Shan. As we discussed last week, some of you may not have been here, some our uh, quality is much better. Thank you, Nay. So um some of you may not have been here, but welcome to the new nine. Um it will be by YouTube live stream so you can see me. Hi, I can see you all too and also as well on realbuzzradio.com so that's where you can find me. I'll be here each and every week discussing different topics of different situations. We'll be getting into it, we will be discussing things, we will be having conversations and it will be nice. So it will in a nice calm friendly environment. We're going to start talking about things that really people, it makes it a little bit uncomfortable. People may not want to talk about it um, but we are bringing those conversations to the airwaves, okay, each and every week. So, what to expect, guys? That are just going to be real advice, always fresh, always transparent, and just keeping it real each and every week, yeah? So, this week we can have a few call ins. So, the contact number, I will put it up there, it's 07852 478 So, we're expecting some call ins and some interaction with you guys because we want to hear what you guys' experiences are in terms of co-parent, whether it was good, whether it was bad, and so forth, right? So our new thing this week is we are going to have a motto every single week, and this week's motto, obviously tying into our subject, is the best security blanket a child can have is two parents that respect each other. Now, that motto is something that we need to try and... mm, Try and implement as much as we possibly can in terms of parenting in terms of what's going to work for our children what we can do what we can do better and how we can make improvements right so we want to try and keep that as fresh as possible as we can every single week and as well it's beneficial for our children right so that is the motto of the week and for those of you that may have missed out i may repeat it later on in the show but in actual fact i'm going to post it as well so the motto of the week will be there if you want to go back to it or refresh yourself at any point yeah so the main topic of today's show is co-parenting and what is co-parenting and what does that look like um you know we have many of broken families and etc etc where you know co-parenting is where two parents of um Is an enterprise undertaken by parents who work together to take on socialising care and upbringing of their children for whom they share equal responsibility the co-parent relationship differs from an intimate relationship between adults and it takes focus solely on the children now as we all know we are all human beings so sometimes our own emotions may (laughs) may override should we say sometimes our own emotions may override this but this should be our main focus and our main goal when it comes to co-parenting um you know you should be able to put your own feelings aside and um focus on the key thing here which is the upbringing and the raising of the children um as a co-parent you need to be able to communicate you know in order to coordinate the child's life In able to making sure that the child can be able to flourish with both parents in a healthy environment, right? Um, So I broke it down into a few steps, which I think uh, may be beneficial, um, may be useful, shall we say. It may be useful, it should be useful in terms of co-parenting what helps and um, what doesn't. So we are going to try and get some um experiences of things that didn't work so we know what not to try as much as what to try and talking from everyone's experiences of vast different things of how it works and what didn't work um so my list consists of communication effectively so effective communication making sure that the communication is clear making sure that it's you know precise and it's to the point yeah trying not to get too um, emotionally tied up in one another when you are trying to communicate between the adults and it should be solely about the child um i'm not sure about this one how people feel about this one but document everything um you know that one was a bit of a mm, not sure i don't know document everything maybe i guess for purposes of um evidence if, if it was necessary that may be a good thing um try not to overreact and these things we will be going back over in depth so when we go back into our subjects we can re-look at these into a little bit more depth try not to overreact or try not to overreact keep a consistent schedule um consistency is really important in terms of raising children and in terms of you know as us as adults as well we need to kind of know exactly what it is that we have to do you know being consistent and making sure that we're consistent in those plans so our children can see that we have a joint collective effort into being consistent with raising the children disagree in private this is my big thing disagreeing in private it shouldn't overrun to the children You know regardless of your emotions of how you feel upset sad or angry and that should be between you know that should be between adults it shouldn't be something that children have to witness or um you know hear or see to be honest prepare for a friendly exchange so being friendly with an ex i think you have to kind of um put aside the differences to try and work you know for the goal and that is kind of um you know critical share positives with their mum, so you know you need to share the, not just positives, but you know, in terms of things are happening with positive and negatives, I would change that slightly. But you need to be sharing and transparent and open in terms of what is happening, um, and following your parenting plan. I don't know, I never had a parenting plan, so if someone does have a parenting plan, let me know because. That wasn't something that i i had ever had or planned to have in terms of a parent implant i guess you just kind of try your best and hopefully your best is good enough but if there is a parent implant i think that's um quite a constructive way of doing things i heard about the five ps six ps you know poor preparation um we won't leave the we'll leave the rest out but yeah um so yeah maybe a parent implant is probably a very good thing to have but i've never experienced it personally um use an online calendar, I guess maybe to make sure that the juries match that in terms of what you're doing, you want to make sure that you're on the correct path. Um, <coughs> and it says avoid being a Disneyland dad. So yeah, I'm not sure um, of a Disneyland dad what that means. But um, yeah, that 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 is, um, I guess that's maybe a parent that um, doesn't do much. does all the fun stuff but um not all the other stuff that you need to that needs to be done so those are the um key things in terms of co-parenting and what we can do and how we can make that better and what we can do in order to prevent um in order to prevent i guess disharmony in raising a child right um So that was my, uh, that's my, that's my tips and, well, weren't mine, they were, quotation, rewritten by Shan, yeah. So those were some of the tips that I took from various different sources, um, which I thought would be useful in terms of co-parenting. I had a conversation um, earlier on today, um, and it was like, you know, what if you can't co-parent? You know, what if the person (laughs) that you have a child with is, unable to co-parent i guess that's a bit of a a a bit of a tricky situation in terms of trying to co-parent with somebody that is not you you, you're not able to communicate with Um, and it can be quite um distressing situation not just i guess for the adults but also for the children involved in that situation as well because that can be sometimes what um causes disharmony so we see in some children whereby they um struggle emotionally and you know and it's displayed through behavior it's displayed through um their schooling it's displayed through you know the way that they communicate in terms of you can see that the child is struggling because of the disagreements in terms of not having or um or the disagreements that are constantly between parents um i read a i read a a Scenario, the situation. Um, So the mother was, you know, she's quite very hands on. Hi, hi, Renee. Hi, I'm not sure who that is. So um, where the parent was a bit concerned about the co-parenting and what that looked like, and that the 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 father wasn't sticking to an arranged schedule of which they had. um, She thought that that was detriment to the child and that the child was struggling emotionally um, and that the other parent wasn't able to see or understand her point of view of where she was coming from. Um, And like I said about the effective communication and also trying to disagree in private, um, it is very difficult when you have two balanced, um, you know, Two personalities trying to come together when you already, you know, don't agree in terms of a relationship. Um, but either way, you should be making sure that as much as you possibly can, you can try and communicate. If the communication is fully broken down, you know, it's a bad situation. I always then feel, okay, if the communication is fully broken down, can you now step to the next point of call, which would be uh, a grandparent, an uncle. Um, you know another side of that family, so the child can still feel like they have a family member that is valued, that can still understand and have you know some type of um relationship, um. So it's not completely broken down on terms of the other side of the family, um. Regardless if that's female or male, you know you still want to make sure that that child is still able to have some kind of connection with their uh, with their background or where they're coming from, um, of their family, of their history. Um, You know, there are some situations where, you know, it may be a domestic violence situation where, you you know, you just cannot continue um, with the partner or, you know, the the father or the mother. Um, But it's it's, it's trying to find another avenue. So you always try and think of another way around. So, you may not be able to communicate directly, um, but you know, can the grandma or can the granddad or can the auntie or the uncle? Um, I find that sometimes we dismiss um, very um, harshly, should I say. Oh, what did I do? Oh, what did do? I
1: do? not
0: know. What did I do? Dad? I can't hear myself. Okay, sorry. Oh, i me life out of me. Um, it's always kind of important to, for a child to still try and have some type of family connection. Um, this is where we start to maybe slightly lose our identity, where the children don't know, I won't say don't know, but you know, you're not understanding where you come from, where your family's from, you know, what your family consists of, you are very much one-sided. Um, so it, it, you know, the scales clearly become unbalanced. You know you have a whole load of family on one side but you know the other side is extremely slim or you know near to nothing basically um and that's something that kind of needs to be implemented and i guess parents also have to try and take some type of responsibility in terms of making sure that when you are trying to successfully co-parent what that looks like how you're going to make those steps to get there okay yes we are not you know a partnership anymore we're not in a relationship with one another but we still want to make sure that we can still provide the best possible outcome for our child um you see sometimes when marriages break down that um unfortunately children are left um in the middle i would say i wouldn't say out in the cold because that sounds a bit cliche but um you know children are left in the middle trying to pick between parents trying to figure out hello okay hi hi ash um you know trying to figure out where the children are stuck in between the middle so we need to make sure that we can find a, a healthy middle ground for both parents to work together to try and co-parent so i'm going to get into some of the um some of the bullet points that i had so i think the I want to get into the. Let me get into the one that I like the best, which is um, avoiding being a Disneyland dad. So, I think that means in te- in simple, you know, in terms of you know just being that fun parent, not taking on any of the harsher responsibilities of parenting. So, you know, the as we said, it, it is very much so about equal scales. Yes, you know, sometimes the scales may not fully be equal because one child, you know, the child may live with one parent a lot more than the other. Um, but in terms of responsibility, in terms of being aware, in terms of um, making choices, in terms of you know um, having that whole holistic responsibility for the child, you want to make sure that you're trying to not just be there for the fun parts, but you know the bad parts as well. And I guess that makes it um, a lot more, I wouldn't say fair, but it allows the communication to flow easier especially when you can make decisions and make decisions together um, in terms of what needs to be done for your child. Now, if you are one of those, you know, parents that yeah, yeah, I, do, I do wanna do the fun stuff, you know, if it's going on holiday, taking you on holiday, that's fine, I'll be that. You know, I don't wanna be going to the parents evening cause that's boring. <laughs> or, you know, I don't wanna be doing, the whole school one, or, you know, I don't want to be doing the whole, you know, oh, well, I will have to buy the clothes part of it or, you know, the financial part, because I only want to do the part that interests myself. And that part of being responsible. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is really husky today. I think it was the sauna. <laughs> I think I spent too long in the sauna. Um, that part of co-parenting needs to be as equally balanced as the rest. Um, I find that sometimes when you have that parent that only wants to do the fun side of things it's almost like the other parent is like the bad guy so you know that other parent is like you know well, i don't have to listen to you or it it causes conflict in terms of the level of um respect i would say that the child has to give both parents um if one parent is not taking on as much parental responsibility and only wants to do the fun enjoyment stuff it it, it lacks it lacks in it lacks in respect yeah so it lacks in respect for the child and it lacks in respect also for the adult um for the other parent which is on the other side of that fence right so that needs to be um kind of balanced and, and, and fair. you know you need to make sure that both parents can equally um you know have this you know okay yes it may not be dad 50 50 in the middle but both parents can be the fun parents both parents can be the parents that need to be just setting out the discipline both parents you know need to be the ones that's you know you go to this parent's evening i'll go to that one or you do this activity i'll do the other activity it shouldn't be unbalanced where one is just all about fun and the other one is just like you know the drab boring you know hard you know doing all of the harder chores or the harder tasks that come with parenting so um, that was my first thoughts on parenting, right? So I'm going to give out the call number one more time before I go into the next topic. And then we will expect some call-ins, right? So the next, the number is 7 478 168 And those of you that know me, obviously clearly you have my number, right? So you don't need to take it down because you already have it. So. Don't overreact. I think this one is probably, you know, I overreact quite a lot, especially um, when I'm um, upset. So, you know, I guess in terms of overreacting, I I have been on the side of co-parenting and I've been on the side of in the relationship with the parenting. So I've I've, I've experienced both. and I think trying not to overreact is very easily said than done, especially when you are not with the partner and you are co-parenting. Um, it's, it's almost like you are trying not to react to by your emotions, but that is what you are experiencing. That is what you are feeling, right? So to try to put that emotion aside and to think about what's best um, for the child would be the ultimate goal how would you not put your how would how how is that possible how would you not i guess it is possible maybe i shouldn't say that <laughs> it is possible but it's extremely challenging especially when you feel um, uh, maybe unjust maybe that might not be the correct word but i think unjust maybe justified yeah so if you feel unjust it is extremely difficult not to react by emotion Um, when it comes to co-parenting and I think at the the forefront of your mind in terms of it making um, that be successful in terms of not overreacting, you need to then take a breath, take a minute and just, okay, cool, right, this is the situation. I think it's about thinking logically as well, Um, instead of um, reacting with emotion so thinking logically this is a situation this is what's happened this is uh, you know i need to come to some type of a solution or some type of you know agreement as to how i can move forward um instead of think feeling with your emotions and reacting in terms of oh i'm upset i'm mad right now i'm peed off and i'm gonna react because of how i feel um, so I think in turn, you may have to just pause and you know recollect your thoughts and think okay well I'm not thinking and I'm not going to react via my emotions, but what I am going to react to is the facts on how and and thinking about the facts and the issue and the solution. So when you can think about the facts and you can say okay well this is the issue, you know the communication is broken down, thus caused the problem, What is the solution so the solution is for us to sit and discuss or sit and try and talk about and find another avenue about how we are going to manage to get out of this issue right when we talk about um, co-parenting and I think about not overreacting it it, is a bit frustrating um, from my own experiences and okay for someone else that I spoke to as well this week regarding co-parenting when you have a parent that doesn't communicate with you it's frustrating so you then therefore react in a negative way right because as far as you're concerned you want this person to understand what you're trying to communicate to them but they're not understanding and I think they're not understanding as well you sometimes now question um, if the child's interests are at the forefront of the decisions that are being made, right? So if the child's best interests are not at the decisions, it causes frustration. When it causes that frustration, it, it creates you to react. Um, and then you react in a bad way. But instead of trying to react in a bad way, I just I zone out, zone out. That, that's my thing. Uh, yeah, I'm taking a minute right now. I'm just, yeah, I'm somewhere else. And then I can kind of come back a day, a few hours later, and say, okay, right, right, cool. this is the issue. This is how it needs to be dealt with. Sometimes I don't even, I don't, sometimes I might not even go back to the issue. I might just be like, cha, just cha, chu, But in the same respect, um, that may not be the best way to deal with things. So maybe don't follow. That advice when I, when it when it comes to that right, but um the so the opposite of the opposite of it is trying to remain calm. So I think about you know a little bit of, bit of meditation at that moment because you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling annoyed, you're feeling like you're not being listened to, but If you take a second out and then reassess the situation, I think we will always say, you know, the goal is that the children are happy, healthy, you know, that we can come together as a unit, regardless of whether we are together or not, and um, try to provide, you know, a safe environment, a healthy and safe environment for our children. So if that's the case, and that's that's the goal, you know, you shouldn't be thinking about yourself. You should always be thinking about the goal. And when you are frustrated, I kind of said this to someone else the other day, I was like, okay, as a mum, yeah, my experience is uh, sometimes if I'm frustrated, I'm annoyed, no one cares. Like, no one cares. That The whole point is right now, you're a mum. So you need to do whatever it is that needs to be done, right? So for example, it was um, a child's birthday and it was you know a whole load of stuff going on and i was like right now it's not your time for you to be upset and even though it was a bit i will not say insensitive but it was a bit harsh in terms of the deliverance but it was true and that was the fact right now is not your time for you to be upset right now is the time to celebrate your child's birthday so if you want to be upset you don't have to be upset enough time If you want to discuss this you're going to have to find another time to discuss it because right now is not the place nor the time so with when it comes to parenting and you're thinking about okay yeah let me try and put my thing you know my issues aside because i need to successfully co-parent right now you know for example it's the child's birthday party (laughs) co-parenting you have to put your feelings aside many a times because you are not at the forefront of the issue and you are not at the forefront of the decision making so the decision making should be okay what's best for the child so yeah you know, as a parent we often find that how you feel from time to time i'm not saying every single day right from time to time how you feel needs to be put on pause like that's how i that's how i look at it okay yes i might be frustrated i might be annoyed But right now, how I feel needs to be put on pause because that is not the main focus. That's not the main goal, right? You have your time, but right now you are a parent, right? And your children deserve your time. They deserve your attention and they deserve you undivided. And that should be whole, right? So if you know that right now you're going for a moment, you have to keep that to adult time. (laughs) You Do that in your own time. It's not, you know, you're, you're picking up your child, you're at a party and you want to be having your own moment and having your own dis- disagreements and discussions and all of this kind of stuff about parenting styles and all of this kind of business. It's not the time right now. Like the time for you to do that is in your own time, not at your child's birthday party. So right now your feelings don't matter. And it sounded a little bit harsh, but I think it's true. I think um Parents need to kind of put them their own feelings slightly aside in terms of, you know, right now isn't your moment. And it's it's fine to be upset and it's fine to be annoyed because those are all feelings and, you know, those are all okay. But the fact still remains the same. It's not your moment at this very moment, right? So
1: if I go... Okay. So...
0: I was just reading the message, right? Sorry. So if anyone wants to call in, I don't know. Is my phone connected to the thingy? It will, would it be okay? Mm. The little parrot thing. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. So yeah, it does work. Okay. I was just double checking, guys, right? I was just double checking. So yeah, it does work. So um my other topic, keep a consistent schedule. <laughs> Anyone that knows me oh knows that I'm a little bit hmm, yeah, you know, scheduling is really not my strong point, right? Um, so it's not um, you know, being organized, I would say is definitely not my strong point, even though I get things done so hey i get things done but the scheduling and organization side of life um, <coughs> is not my um it's not my strongest thing that i do but i can understand how it's important and how that impacts um how that impacts children and how that makes them i guess uh no how that impacts children and how that makes a difference right so in the same respect we need to also try and have as much as much um as much input and as much organization skills as we possibly can now we organize everyday things like dinner you know we we do have organization but when you come to co-parenting it's almost like you're trying to and maybe that's why they said to meet your diaries right and your schedules because i guess then it it allows you to combine combine i guess one another's time to make sure that it's matching in terms of what needs to be done so in terms of you know school run pick up after school club la 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 those things i guess it allows you to um communicate one another's schedules um and be mm, you know and be more planned and aware right because we're trying to make sure that these things are these things are in schedule but keeping consistency now i think being consistent as a parent is extremely difficult um especially when you are having to rely on or i will not say rely but you're trying to work with somebody else's schedule right so you need to make sure that the, both of the schedules are free that, that that becomes challenging someone's working late someone's working early you have other things you want to do but i guess like i said from the get go if you if the if the main goal is to have the children at the forefront then in that circumstance the the, the diaries should merge and match with one another i find that a lot of times um when people are co-parenting from what I've seen from kind of um it we find a lot of parents I guess weekend parents regardless if that being mums or dads um just do the minimal on a weekend you don't see many co-parenting I have a few at, in actual fact um over the years um seen a few co-parents that you know their kids football and i've seen them at every friday at football club you know but it's not very rare it's it's well i shouldn't say i said it's not very common should i say excuse me so in terms of these parents that are co-parenting um a lot of the schedules and a lot of the um, responsibilities um, extracurriculum activities in terms of things that need to be done even on a daily basis sometimes it's quite unbalanced so i think when we're talking about co-parenting and we're talking about okay making sure that the schedules are balanced out so if the load of the the load of what needs to be done i guess or the load of parenting is not um it's not hefty on one side of where the child resides so you know wherever the child is at mum's house or at dad's house that the dad doesn't have the load of the responsibility or the mum doesn't have the load of the responsibility just because I live here doesn't mean that I have to do everything or just because you know the child is staying with dad, it doesn't mean that I have to do minimal, it means that I still have to make an effort, a conscious effort to put enough time in to make sure that you know that child is not seeing me just at weekends but the child is seeing me, you know, thoroughly throughout the week. Also, so keeping that consistent schedule is quite important, right? Um, disagreeing in private. I think I kind of covered that slightly when I was talking about, you know, avoiding being a um, avoiding being a uh, Disneyland parent. But disagreeing in private is quite a I see um, many people, I've experienced it myself, um, you know, I'm not not keeping it real. Yeah, I've experienced it myself. You know, you have a disagreement, disagreement is in front of the children, um, you know, someone's upset, someone's feeling, you know, some type of a way and um, disagreement overflows, should I say. So that overflows into, um, into the parenting style, into the, the environment of the child. Now, you know, I, do I remember my mum and dad arguing? I think I remember my mum and dad having one argument when I was younger. I don't know how many arguments there were, but from what I remember, I remember there being one. Um, so in terms of I remember it, so I would assume that maybe my children also might remember the disagreement that I had with their dad. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm in my I'm in my late phase. So if I can remember it, I don't think it I don't think it had a like a trauma trigger kind of thing. I'm not 100% sure. I never really looked into it like that. But in terms of um it being a definite, do I remember? Has it stuck in my mind? Yes, it has. Um, would I say that it has made a a, a vast difference? Um, I don't think it has, but in the same respect, um, in the same respect, I don't think it's a healthy environment for children. So I think um, it's not a healthy environment for children to be able to having to hear the two parents disagreeing and bickering Um, you know, I guess I, I I do know some people that have said, well, you know what, I just won't speak to you any at all. And I guess that is as damaging as hearing the parents actually um, argue. So vice versa, you need to make sure that there is some type of a healthy balance because you can't be on this scale of the, the fence. You wanna be you know, having full blown arguments and then on that side, you don't wanna be talking to anybody any at all. Um, so you need to make sure um, that you can do it just 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 in the middle just in the middle You can't be arguing in front of your children it's just like no it's not healthy i see it. in actual fact i saw a couple when i was driving this week um it was in the morning so i don't know where they was going to because they had the, the child like with them So i don't know where they was going because the child must have obviously not been in nursery or whatever or school so i don't know but it was in the morning i dropped my child to school and um these parents were like screaming at each other walking down the road and i was just like wow like i was actually quite shocked because it was really loud and i think that's what drew my attention to it but in the same respect you know the child is having to experience that bitterness and i think we also have to remember children are products of their environment so if we are creating these environments for our children to hear this hostility this you know this bickering you know this parents disagreeing um it's 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 what are we expecting our children to do so we are we are showing them that this is okay so in terms of the argument in terms of the you know the whole bickering kind of noise situation when when i um when I spoke about the two parents that are on this side of the fence in terms of not speaking to one another completely, um, you know, I think it's quite unfair for two adults to bring a child into the world and not just not just disagree but to, to fully decide that I don't want to chat to you. like I'm not speaking to you, there's no communication, there's no nothing. Um, I think if you're an adult and you've made the decision to, you know, have a child with somebody, um, okay yeah some people don't know in it so you can't say like that's for every example or every circumstance, cool I get that. But in terms of you're an adult, you've had a child with somebody, your relationship has broken down, my whole thing is you need to be making sure and you need to be finding a way you know there's many a very various ways to try to communicate with that person and put in um the child you know at the forefront regardless of whatever type of relationship it is that you have now that uh, it's really important that the child can still see um you know that the parents are you don't have to get along you don't have to like the person you don't have to be their best friend you don't have to do any of that you don't even you know you there is sometimes you don't even have to see the parent, but you communicate over telephone or email or whatever it may be a little voice note here or there but you can't say that you are completely going to you know because you've disagreed on x y and z that you're completely going to dismiss the person out of your life when you have a child with the person like that's not called parenting that's selfishness I'm sorry like that's selfishness I, I've experienced it you know Whereby you know you're frustrating me, you're getting on my nerves. Like I, I chat to you right now. But there was still a, what do I, I, I say there was still a um a gap open in terms of you know okay I'm not speak to you but you know there's your father like it wasn't a, I I don't speak to you and I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't want to see you. You know so you still have to make sure that you keep those keep that um keep that line of communication open it may be difficult it may be challenging but i think it's selfish i think it's really selfish when you've got a parent that just saying oh you know i don't speak to your dad so you just don't see him like what is that about like no, no 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 that's selfish and by any person mother or father that feels like a child doesn't need both parents i understand you know some situations in terms of domestic violence or, you know, uh, uh, you know, your parents no longer here, your, your pe- one of the parents have perished. I, uh, uh, you know, there, there's some unforeseen circumstances here. So those unforeseen circumstances, we can see with those, but we cannot, we cannot just be on a kind of high and mighty, well, I just don't like, talk to him, you know, like, he ain't got nothing to do with me, he ain't got nothing to do with my child, like, that's, that's dumb, that's selfish and that's stupid because what you're doing in turn is you're hurting your own child. understand so you're hurting your own child coming back and thinking like oh i don't have to do anything i don't have to you know i don't have to be in any type of a i won't say relationship but in, in, in any type of communication or any type of you know social relationship with this person but you have a child with them like it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever right I am going on a short break, so we're going for a pause for the pause, because last week I took the whole two hours and I was tired, bedding, yeah, so this week we're having a break, okay, so we are going to, um, I need a break for, for two minutes, just two minutes, and then I'll be right back, okay, so I'm going to put some music on, you can just vibe to that, it's a banging little tune, I listened to it earlier on today, and I'm going to, you know, we're going to just have two minutes and we're going to be right back. Two minutes, guys. Right, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, where did I put that song now? Okay, so oh, this one, okay, I'm learning, I'm getting there slowly because I need help and assistance, right? Yeah, because this is not easy. You need help and assistance, right. So this one is my mic right? hello hello okay right okay cool yeah okay is that better mic check one two three i don't know what what's happening how how are we sounding live on live on um the youtube stream please guys is it is it is it all right clear is it fuzzy what's i need a bit of feedback please someone say like yeah thumbs up it's good or you know, it could be better like is, is there something I need to tweak? Is there like, you know, let me know if I'm sounding okay, please guys. All right, I need I need to know, I need to know.
1: Oh, right. How's that working? Please again got a gun last week. Oh, hello. Hi shan Hi. Hi. Oh, it's really weird because you're do I need to turn off the radio uh um, off the YouTube because it's I can hear myself. Yeah, or just turn the volume down. Okay, let me try and do this. Okay. I think I'm all right. Okay. I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, it's good.
0: <laughs> we're all confused in the studio like I don't know what's happened but like, okay something's happened it's, it's clearly a good thing so we're running with that so you've got good experience of co-parenting right
1: yeah And well, um, um, mainly, mainly positives oh good yeah, yeah that's no because we need to
0: share the positives and the bad I remember a few
1: yeah well, so, first of all, though, I do want to say well done for going solo. You did absolutely very proud. Thank you. See As I just texted you and said, I've been listening from the bath. Oh, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> my, my Wednesday evening entertainment. Oh, thank you, baby. Like to in the no, well done. But yeah. So um, actually, the signal kept going in and out when I was in the bath, so I'm not quite sure how much you covered. But okay. I think I think it's really really challenging when you separate with somebody and you've got children, if if you kind of have different parenting values, that's yeah, the first thing. Yeah, I think it's challenging enough if you're living in the same household mm-hmm. and you have different parenting values. Um, well, when but when you to separate, then, do you think it's even, it, it brings a different dynamic to it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you don't, I think, especially at the beginning, the respectful dialogue that you should have isn't always there yeah, and in some yeah. cases it is that you know when emotions are running really high and um you know there, there's some level of tension as there quite often is during separations um i think that the difference in um parenting values and parenting strategies gets kind of heightened during yeah, that point yeah, definitely. Um, yeah but i think, feel like
0: um when you spoke when we when you just said about um know the 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 relationship when it's broken down and you know the 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 level of respect between two people how do you feel like would be a a good way to try and keep that to the forefront of you know your discussions and what you're going through at that time
1: um (laughs) okay so uh so for me personally i've worked with children and families um for over 22 years mainly in like obviously domestic abuse fields and mm-hmm. um supporting children and families in um which in safeguarding situations etc so i've seen the absolute extremes i'm all i also have four children myself um and i think there's absolutely no magic formula yeah. at all however for me the, the most important thing and the key thing and it is so difficult to do i think at point a point of um Separation and in that immediate period, mm-hmm. is to remember that the child is the most important, or the children are the most important um, entities um, in in the whole situation. Yeah, but actually, yeah. you have to put. Doesn't matter if there was infidelity. It doesn't matter what was going on. You have to kind of put your feelings aside, as long as there's no massive safety risks. Obviously, yeah, you no know, yeah. violence kind or of anything. But you have to put your feelings aside about the situation. And um and just remember that the the child is the most important thing because there's so much parental alienation that goes on yeah. um you know with, with one parent slagging off the other yeah, well, parent or yeah, stopping them yeah. seeing the child. And you know, if you put yourself back to when you were a child and how you know how that might make you feel I came from a home where my parents had separated when I was very young. I was very fortunate that you know I had my stepfather in my life, he was absolutely fantastic, and you know he's been around for the last thirty-five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm very fortunate that way. But you, I think, um, I don't know what I was saying. I lost what I was saying, but yeah, I think it's just having the children at the, the forefront, forefront of yeah. everything, and it, it doesn't is. your your feelings around it. Yeah, that's what I that's
0: what I was saying. Like literally, I had the same the same issue that other day when I was like, you know, it was a it was a it was a you know people was having their issue and I was like look right now your feelings don't care no one cares like Mm. no one cares about how you live at a party I was like no one cares about how you feel right now like Mm. the the main objective is the child and it's really harsh to say that yeah because Mm. it's almost like you're saying like what I'm like yeah I'm like listen no one cares about how you feel right now you are Mm. not at the forefront of this issue if you want to be upset and sad be upset and sad in your own time innit like yeah, and I, yeah i felt it was a bit harsh but it was needed
1: mm, yeah 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 no i i completely completely agree and you know children are they're not stupid they know no. when things are going on it doesn't matter what age they are they could be six months older they could be 16. children pick up on tension and they know what's going on so the best thing that you can do if the relationship is over i think in those initial Stages is to try to be as amicable as possible, but again, mm-hmm. as I said at the beginning, I think the difference when you've got a difference in values in parenting, um, or you know, even with different boundaries, for instance, let's say you've got a teenager and one is saying, Yeah, that teenager, you know, can be out until 11 o'clock at night, and the other one's saying, Uh, hello, no, that child has to be in at 6 pm, um, then, then you know, the child, the teenager is going to want to be with the, the parent that's probably more lenient. and. You know i think that collaborative parenting where you can you have you can communicate and you can say okay yeah we have different values but actually what we need to do here is to um is to find a common ground so yeah. that you know yeah. even though you're living in separate homes you're still coming with a united front to yeah. that child so the child knows they can't play one off against another that can't work yes you know you might be able to do different things in different so the basic, the basic core boundaries the are yeah. the same across yeah. the board and yeah. it's so important that unfortunately i think what happens is feelings
0: yeah adult feelings
1: <laughs> in the way. Saying, yeah yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And, and you know and i don't i think i think if anybody says, you know i mean god there may be you know people out there that have been able to do it a hundred percent amicably and it's been lovely and yeah. I wasn't You
0: know me. <laughs> I wasn't <Yeah>.
1: so
0: <sighs> But yeah, I you know, I, I definitely understand what, what what i I can see in terms of the differences um in, in in successful co-parenting. And also as well, you can see the difference in the children, you know. Yeah, Even when you talk about because I can see the difference in you and in the difference in me, and we are grown adults, you know what I mean, in terms of yeah. You know the way dad was with you and x y and z and in terms of the relationship that you know that i've had with my parents um, mm. obviously you know we're still different people so there's going to be different differences but in terms of the co-parenting and how that worked and how that was structured um you know i can see that there's like like real differences
1: um, yeah in yeah terms definitely of
0: how, yeah in terms of how of how it was done and what worked and what didn't um, yeah you know, I thought when I thought about it, I was like, I think consi- keeping a consistent schedule can be so hard. Yeah, um, yeah. And and I, I kind of merged it with the whole thing of um, you know, using a like joint using a joint calendar. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like one parent is always kind of slightly overloaded more than the other, even though it would be nice to have it, you know, split equally split split across the board. But in mm-hmm. terms of um, you know. child living with one parent i feel like sometimes the co-parenting thing is kind of just kind of like thrown down to a weekend and really it should be you know fair across the board
1: Um, yeah so i think i had so obviously my parents split up i think when i was two and obviously you know mum and dad Mm -hmm. and they both live within five minutes of each other and they did that deliberately so that i could go you know, kind of free, almost between two two homes. But I would do a week at one, a week at the other, mm-hmm. and it actually worked really well. And they had a very very good co-parenting relationship. It wasn't always like that, I don't think, at the beginning. No. but oh, um, it's always like so yeah. isn't
0: it really? Yeah, <laughs> because but he's a the calm one.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, but I think it somehow, you know. They're not i wouldn't say each other's greatest fans at the best of times but <laughs> <laughs> you know they put that but, aside for you though yeah, but they put it aside and they made it work and the one thing i have to say is um that i never because i actually went and permanently lived with my dad when i was 14 but i never heard him ever say a word against my mom i think that is so so key to things because mm. actually what happens is then the child grows up to be resentful to the parent that's slagging off the other parent because you know you think you know it it, it's really not necessary and actually in terms of identity if you're slagging off you know one half of someone's parent you're slagging off half of them yeah, yeah, yeah so for identity reasons that's that's you know you're criticizing your child and that can be really really damaging i think yeah
0: yeah i think um as much as I was thinking about it and I know like obviously we spoke about like not you know some parents not seeing the child completely Mm. you know I understand you know you've got your disagreements and you know you don't speak to one another or whatever but I feel like that slightly overruns into kind of like you know well I just don't need to see you kind of you know like just slightly full dismissal of Mm. the other person and um, when I looked at it and I kind of thought about it and I've kind of processed I was like nah you can't fully dismiss like a child of a parent like I was just like you kind of have to if you really want the best for your child you kind of have to jump through hoops to get engage the parent as much as you possibly can right
1: yeah Um, and to make
0: sure that the child the parent is going to be there but I feel like some parents are kind of like I've I've tried once I've tried twice I can't be bothered Um, and that's kind of like well I tried kind of thing and I'm like well you know it's only your child that it's affecting right
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I completely agree. And I think um so for instance now I'm what, four and a half, maybe five years down the line from separating from my husband. Oh, yeah. And we've got a really good co parenting relationship. Good, I love it. He has um um them uh, um oh, every weekends every weekend so it was to begin with actually it was every weekend which was really difficult for me because i wanted some weekend yeah you <laughs> because otherwise
0: some fun stuff too
1: yeah exactly yeah but i also then have to appreciate that actually if i've got custody so to speak monday to friday then actually it's only fair that you know the parenting time is passed over to him on um well yeah, friday and even Sunday. when
0: you think about it like you can get, it's only eight days a month
1: yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah so um so i'm really really fortunate and i'm really glad actually that we got to a place that we can co-parent really well and you know our relationship is very boundaryed. it's you know we don't you know sit there discussing you know extenders and whatever else it's always when it comes to decision closer.
0: making in terms of making decisions about i don't know you know like it could be small things like um Know what extra curriculum activities or picking schools or you know how does the decision making go? Is that still is that still kind of um,
1: or is that it's kind of, of joint done? So, um, for instance, I I have a lot of friends who um have had vaccination debates. Okay, yeah, about <laughs> whether or not to vaccinate the child. Yeah, and um and yeah so i can i can see that be could you know bring about a whole load of conflict however i know that obviously because you know like with my ex-husband for instance that we were together and i know what his viewpoints are so when we have discussed it we have exactly the same viewpoint on it and it was i we i kind of ran it past him so you can hear them all in the <laughs> um yeah you um I knew what his I knew what his viewpoints were, but I still ran it past And he said, "Yeah, okay, we're still on the same page when it comes to this." And it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. So I think you know, if you've got that that kind of relationship, then that's great. But obviously, we knew each other very well because you know we were married and all the rest of it. However, obviously, those children that um are. Conceived through not through relationships or not through marriage, you know, it might be through a one night stand, and actually you've got no, no idea yeah, about yeah. anything to do with that parent, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then in that situation, then you you've got to kind of learn all about the other person in order to you know work out how you're going to co-parent. So that's a whole nother task in itself, yeah, I think, yeah, to be able yeah. to do that. At least you know, even things like trigger points. There's certain things that I don't bring up or won't say or you know have a conversation about because I know it will cause World mm-hmm. War Three. So it's yeah, better yeah. just to avoid that subject. or You know, but then you know the person. So if you don't know the person, that's yeah, that's yeah. the whole. You're,
0: you're, you're kind of you're kind of, work, you're kind of working it out as you go, aren't you?
1: Yeah. You're yeah. slightly
0: kind of like figuring out, you know, how far is this Iron and Borders as you're going along the road, which is I guess quite I another challenge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, so, yeah, go,
0: yeah, go on. I was thinking about uh, keeping a consistent schedule, and this is what really knacks me. Yeah, like uh, I, I, I think you know, you, uh, you, you sometimes you know, you get sidetracked with your own life, right? And I mm. guess if you're not the live at home parent, um, you it's easy for you to be distracted with whatever else is going on because you've got a hot like, for example, let's just say, for, for example, you've got another whole five days, right? and, mm. um, I feel like sometimes that doesn't um, successfully overlook, you know, what should be done with the child. Um, Mm. So, for example, you know, trying to be consistent, I think is probably one of the most annoying things when it comes to co-parenting.
1: What for the non-resident parent do you mean? No, for
0: the resident parent.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: for the resident parent in terms of the other parent being inconsistent with what you're okay, doing.
1: right?
0: Yeah. Like, so yeah. in terms of, you know, you're going to take the child every other weekend, or you're going to take the child every weekend, or you're going to start picking them up from, you know, uh, I don't know ballet or whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: then, you know, over a period of time, that consistency starts to slack. So, you know you find an excuse this week oh I've got to work late or I've got to do this or I've got to do that or, or you know this that and the other I've got to do overtime and I think that is that causes a lot of frustration but also I guess as the parent may not have even seen it I'm just thinking about this now on the spot the actual parent that may not have even seen it canceling plans that you've actually let down the child
1: yeah yeah I think um I think lots of parents will see it possibly more from a selfish point of view that they've they've that it's, it's caused um yes, to their plans mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 because you know if you've got you know because lots of people um their child or their children will only go to the non resident parents say once a fortnight for one night or you know once a month even for one night depending on locality of where they live mm-hmm. and i think it you know and, and i've been in that situation before where i'd had all these great plans for an amazing weekend and then was told last minute and they're sorry i can't do that for for whatever reason how did you respond um so i <laughs> i responded <laughs> what well you better find somebody else (laughs) to take your place then because i've got plans (laughs) so um and then you know but then you know that that's going to lead into a conflict and i mean my my thing is you know if i you know on a tuesday evening you know wanted to do something i would have to find somebody to look after my children so i could do that so if you have something else to do it shouldn't always fall back then on the resident parent to do it or, yeah. or vice versa. I think mean, that, that um, that's
0: quite frustrating. That, yeah, that it does. I think that that is almost like you know, like you said, we have to find you know alternative arrangements, but it's mm. almost like I don't have to find alternative arrangements because you're there. Like, yeah, that's a <laughs> highly frustrating
1: yeah and it is and i think but also i think the impact on the children especially if they're really looking forward to going to mums or dads whoever the non-resident parents i've got a lot of friends of male friends who have um custody of their children and they go for visitation at their mums so things have really obviously changed now a lot where there's a lot of guys know that have got full custody of their, their children and so it's not a you know a a dad thing you know that's often the non-resident parent I think it's 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 equaling out a lot more now.
0: Yeah. What do you think about this? So someone said someone said Nick oh hi Nick. Um so Nick has said once you once you're inconsistent you lose your right to get your 5050 input. Mm. Mm. Again, I think I, I think know. if it's consistently I
1: think if you're if
0: consistently inconsistent, inconsistent. I feel like yes, because you are showing that you are not reliable. You are not. A, you're not a reli- You're not being reliable, and it's showing that your 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 thoughts and your thought process it doesn't have the child at the forefront of that of that. So yeah. I feel like if that is going to be something that you're going to be consistently showing that type of behavior, you're consistently being a letdown. You know, it's always an excuse. It's always this, that, and the other i think after a certain amount of time yeah but then is that now us acting as we said before is that now us acting on our frustration and how we feel or are we still doing it for the benefit of the child
1: so i think you have to there comes a point i do agree i think you know i think if there's you know you know one or two occasions um and it just causes frustration to that parent then i think actually you know you need to be thinking about the children properly yeah i so think you know to be thinking about the children actually still what's in their best interest and if the children are an appropriate age to have a conversation with them about it however i think if you have a non-resident parent that continuously doesn't show up or say for instance you know they're due to collect the child every friday after school but they don't turn up mm. or um you know they're meant to collect them on a saturday morning to take them to football and they consistently don't turn up and you can see the pain and devastation that is it's causing, causing that yeah. child, then that you is causing trauma to that child, yeah. I think. Um, and then you have to have a conversation. And again, though, it's about having those communication, um, that that you know that positive level of communication with the um non-resident parent or the other parent to just say to them, you know, what is going on? Is there something that we can do to, you know, to to make this better for, you know, for the child, so that they don't feel let down, so that it's not that you're going to them, you know, all guns blazing, shouting and screaming. Oh, yeah, we can communicate
0: it in a, in, a, in a clear and direct
1: way. Yeah, yeah, as much as, as, you know, in those situations, you wouldn't, you know, want to shout and scream and f blind and say, you know, like you know, how dare you treat this child like that, I think you also have to say, okay, what, what is going on in their life at the moment that is causing them to act like that and, and whether or not it's that you say, okay, look, you know, you can come to the house to see the child or you can, why don't we meet in a park or something. Mm-hmm. So I would say, so I've said with families that I've have had this kind of situation before, I have said, okay, so if dad's really reliable and you've established that, you know, over a period of time, he has been incredibly inconsistent, hasn't turned up at the time, then the most important thing is not to have that child feeling let down. Yeah, because obviously, yeah. you know, that, that's going to cause problems throughout childhood and into adulthood for that for yeah. that child. Yeah. So I would say to make an arrangement to go to a park or whatever, you know, to say to the other parent at one o'clock until three o'clock on Saturday afternoon, I'm going to be at the park. So if you turn up it would be really nice because then you know whatever the child is called can then see you and spend time with you and if mm-hmm. not that's fine because we're still going to go to the park and enjoy our day yeah. so then you so, go to yeah, the park it's not about
0: the parent but it's about, it's no. about the activity really isn't it yeah it's just yeah, allowing the opportunity to be there
1: yeah and so and then i wouldn't even mention it to the child because what you don't want is the child being let, be let down again yeah, yeah. So that's
0: what she said as well she, sure she said yeah because the resident parent has always left picking up the pieces which um which is extremely true and it It can become almost um, that you are forever feeding into somebody else's negativity so you know the other parent is forever being a letdown you know you're forever forgetting about the child you're being inconsistent la 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 but it's almost like I'm always having to take you know i'm always having to fix the pieces that you have consistently just continue to break really yeah you know you're just yeah. letting down the child left right and center with no regards of how the child feels you know the child's left crying this that and the fourth but yet still you're not here
1: yeah yeah and also i I think it's really important for that child not to hear those kind of conversations not to overhear you on the phone yeah don't overreact and, um, and yeah.
0: disagree in private and i don't know how many of us um okay so right let's let's take it back a little bit right because you've got a big child and that co-parenting experience wasn't as great as the last (laughs) right so if you look at the two experiences because i I had to think about my own experiences Mm. of co-parenting and when you know our our situation was different and Mm. um, Mm. this is why when i said about you know Going to other family members, so you can still have a sense of yeah, identity, identity of where you come yeah. from. You know, like it may the love may not come directly from that parent, but you still have that family around, right? Yeah. So in the same respect, you know, um I kind of looked at it as okay, well, yeah, I can't, you know, right now I can't communicate with you because you know of 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 X, Y, and Z, and I think it's best maybe for a short time that we don't communicate. But yet still, mm-hmm. I've still kept the the you know I've still kept the the line of communication open via a third yeah. party.
1: Yeah, and also yeah, but again, that's in the child's best interest because mm-hmm. I think if you're you know if if you can't maintain that relationship with the other parent, then that child has a right to know who they are, where they come from, what you know, even so much as that medical history. You Know there's yeah. so many people that are having children and have got no relationship with the other family and know nothing about you know about ancestral history or about medical yeah. stuff, or yeah. you yeah. know, it's it's a lot of going from a... yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of it
0: like
1: that, and that's that can cause um huge problems, you know, every time. You go to the doctors. You go to the hospital. They'll say, "Have you got a family history of blah blah yeah. blah?" Well, if you haven't got a relationship with the other side of your family, how do you know? You might have a long list of diabetes in the family. You might have a long list of strokes or you know heart attacks or whatever. And if you don't know, then actually you are actually kind of putting yourself at risk. A bit of risk. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So I do think it's, even if it's not with the, the the other parent, to if you can, if there's an opportunity to have that relationship. With the family because that sense of identity for that child is absolutely critical yeah. to their um to their well-being and you know for, for how they kind of conduct themselves as adults in the, in, in adulthood
0: yeah 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 because i look here and i think okay yeah you know i know that um you know the older situation may be very different it, it may not yeah. be um as smooth sailing because we learn as we're well going along right Yeah, yeah, um, yeah so yeah. it may not be as smooth sailing as the first but I read something earlier on, and it was talking about um um parenting plan, and I was just like, whoa, hold up a minute, parenting plan, that, well, definitely not that, um <laughs> definitely not that organized, right?
1: the parents put together?
0: Yeah, the
1: to co-parent.
0: Yeah, well, I think it was. I think it's more like a parenting plan of you know, in terms of your parenting style, in terms of your wishes, in terms of you know what your what your what, what your parenting looks like. You know, like, um so I guess if you then happen to co parent, at least you've kind of got a plan of what, you know, it should be structured as. Does that make sense? I think that's what, I think,
1: I think. Yeah, I think, I mean, again, I go back to the fact that, you know, if, if you know the person, you've been in a relationship with them, you should kind of know their parenting style. And if you don't, then you make sure in those nine months that you're pregnant, you kind of get to. Know. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it kind of depends on who who what what the people are like. Like I'm not that organized no, I mean it, or oh, nor do I have the time to sit down and write a parenting plan. To be honest, I asked my ex husband to do a parenting plan with me, he probably just laugh and walk off. <laughs> so and I think life brings up so many different um, situations and eventualities okay, okay. that you can't always plan for. I've got for children I've got situations going on pretty much all of them at the moment they're all new situations I've got no idea how to deal with it. and I wouldn't have been able to put that in a parenting plan oh well you know if this happens to my daughter I will do this and I expect you to do this yeah, it just yeah. it's just not it's just it's wouldn't be feasible. I, I think I
0: think it, yeah I'm not sure if that's realistic I think um I don't think it is to be honest I don't know what type of people have a parenting plan but I was just like it might be a good thing if you know, you know, people plan lots of things, I guess people that like plan to have children in years ahead, maybe that might be, you know, part of their kind of structure of their parenting. I don't know, but I don't know. For me, I think, um, yeah, a parenting plan was never kind of the issue. I want to try and figure out in terms of because I spoke about tips and I gave like you know a few bullet points in terms of great communication, X, Y, and Z. I want to try and what I wanted to try and do is I want to try and figure out if you have a situation how you can like a scenario how Mm. can you change that and kind of give an example of um how you can change a bad situation to be a good situation so can you give me an example of a parent in situation that maybe wasn't as good in terms of co-parenting and how you managed to change that to something
1: positive Uh, mm, (laughs) um let's see um
0: have you ever disagreed it in front of your children?
1: Well, um, post-separation, after the... Right. After the um, um, either, I Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm not God, abnormal then. Oh, oh God, no, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> God no, I don't know. Yeah, no, God no. I don't know anybody that can say hands on heart, they've never disagreed yeah. in front of um children. No, I think you know, as long as it doesn't, you know, get too to ridiculous to kind of where let- oh, yeah. you know. But, um. God, yeah, they, I mean, there's, there's been countless times where there's been conflict. Do you document over...
0: everything? Do, do, do you think that, no, 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 document mm. everything that happens between, like, in terms of... Um... I think
1: if you're going through court proceedings, you have no choice oh, but to do that. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going through court proceedings, sure. say there's, you, know, you might be going through a whole, you know, custody battle or, you know, a divorce or, you know, you're trying to evidence yeah, but unreasonable behaviour
0: okay right but that doesn't that doesn't um, reflect positive co-parenting if you're doing that then
1: does it really no um i think think you you can have i think you can have you know two people that think that they're both you know trying to work in the best interest of the children but they just can't agree and so they therefore you have to go to a court for the court to make the decision yeah and i think that happens and i think that can happen when you've got two really know great parents but they just can't agree on stuff and actually the majority of parents i don't think come into a situation with their child or go to court over their child to necessarily be malicious a lot do but i think there's a lot that don't and i think um you know see even you know going back to like you know the vaccination thing i was talking about earlier So i know of cases whereby one parent has been absolutely Adamant that they want their child vaccinated. The other one is absolutely opposite end of the spectrum saying absolutely not, no, no way. And the the parent that wants the child vaccinated has taken the other parent to court because they've ah. both got this yeah, because they've both got 50-50 um parental responsibility So, that, so then
0: the judge makes that then decision. Then the judge makes that
1: decision. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah. So, you know, so and 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 it's not actually. That one parent is necessarily right and what is you know one is wrong because we've exactly. all got our opinions yeah. mm-hmm. it's that you know because they both think that what they're doing is in the best interest of the child so obviously you know the one parent that wants to vaccinate feels that 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 is you know to protect the child but actually the other parent is going to think that actually by you're keeping the child healthy by not vaccinating so they've just got very big you know it, there's nothing malicious in it just completely different perspectives yeah. on what's mm-hmm. best for the child and therefore. Then that then that's down for a judge to decide yeah. on on you know on what way it goes I and mean, it, it does usually go one way yeah
0: that's I mean, that's quite a bit of a
1: harsh one. because then i guess if you kind of lose which someone is going to in it like, yes yeah. if, if you
0: kind of yeah. lose you're going to be feeling a little bit sour patch doll kind of situation. yeah of course yeah,
1: yeah. and yeah. you know and whichever one Win. loses and wins it's going to be you know it's going to be really 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 tricky because you know, and in any situation, I think when it comes to parenting, or you know, so there might be situations I know I, I've worked with so many families who will say, you know, that the, the parent that's got the child the majority of the time, for instance, wants to move away for a job or wants to move away because they've got a new partner. And at the moment they live ten minutes away, but actually if they move, they're going to be a four hour round trip. It isn't a four hour round trip or even longer. Mm-hmm. And then and then what happens? Because then the the, the other parent. Is perfectly within their rights to put uh, in place what's called a prohibited steps order yeah, to stop you from going yeah because it will impact on their relationship but you know the other one might say well actually i can't get work around here and i need to travel i need to move in order to be able to get work or i've got a promotion so again that's down to a judge to decide but again i think if you can have that open dialogue and positive communication you can avoid the whole stress and turmoil of going through court proceedings and you know I, I know. think it's more of a last you know any kind of mediation of you can do beforehand yeah. yeah it's critical because it you know it's parenting is hard enough um Rather when you're doing it yeah
0: in, in the bloody court of law
1: absolutely and you know you've got to think if you're and stressed the child as well can you imagine
0: what the child feels yeah. like I yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to do this for the benefit of the children so If you're doing that can you imagine how the child feels oh my mum and dad are going to court because they're arguing over x y mm. and z do you know like um, it, it, I think it then slightly defeats the object in actual fact of trying yeah. to successful co-parent
1: mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah and I think if um, you know when, when you're under what well, I know for me personally if I'm under immense stress with you know whether it not be work or you know if there's a bereavement going on or whatever's going on yeah. the my level the way that I parent is impacted yeah. without a
0: doubt yeah because and it, 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 it is
1: yeah, exactly. And well, years oh, wow. as well. So it, so if you're going through that whole kind of thing, it, you know, you've got to both think how much it's impacting. And actually, is there another resolution? Is there something else that we can do or a compromise that we can make so that we're not dragging the kids through the courts? So and quite often, if a child's of a certain age, the child will be asked to come into the court to give their viewpoint on you know, whatever it is yeah and i think it's just it can be really really it's traumatic for everybody involved so i think as soon as you can have that kind of amicable relationship and it's great like in my situation like it's absolutely great um and I, you know i i there's you know there's occasionally your the crossword, but, <laughs> <laughs> but i have to say it's probably once maybe once a year it's that and it's not even really a crossword it's just you know difference make a difference of opinion or a bit of a you know huffing and puffing over something mm, but yeah. but on the whole it's a really really positive um, um, relationship and it's so much easier because you think that you're parenting on your own like i said it's, it's so difficult, difficult. parenting yeah. is so oh my god it's just draining it's exhausting it brings all the wonderful positive stuff so but it's really bloody hard work yeah and i think yeah. if you've got that you know you've got that support so say you've got a teenager that's acting up yeah. and you know you yeah. can say but actually, do you know what I'm gonna ring your dad yeah. and see what he's got to say about it? It's yeah. to be able to do that is great. If you haven't got that, it can be it can be quite kind of isolating, quite lonely, I think, yeah, parenting. Yeah. And it can and it
0: can also be it can also be detrimental to the young person as well. Mm. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It can
0: also be yeah, detrimental and isolating for them, you know. Mm. I saw a thing that said um I don't know how you feel about this, but um so it says, as co-parents, you'll need ongoing communication to be able to coordinate your child's life. If the child is older, or if you schedule weekly on and off co-parenting, then once a week may be enough. Now, I don't know about um, that, that. Should co-parents talk every day? Do you think that's crossing the boundary? I think, I don't think you need to talk every day. I don't think there's nothing to talk about every day.
1: Personally, I would. I I think it's down to the individuals. Yeah, no, Personally, I, think so nice. I I don't want to talk. <laughs> Every day, I've got I've got a life to be getting on with I don't want to be having a conversation every day and um, hearing a voice. so for me even my youngest who is six he's just got um, a phone with a um, um it's not a contract or even a page it's just got a page you go so you can just use internet when he's in the house so when he wants to talk to his dad he will facetime him from from his wife. that's fine I don't need to eat and he's six years old I don't really, you know, so if something crops up at school or there's, you know, an issue, an issue in, you know, in schools or, you know, whatever's going on, then absolutely, of course, yeah, you know, keep them informed, you know, even, you know, if he falls over and bumps his head at school, you know, oh, you know, let me just send a quick text and say, oh, by the way, he's falling over, you know, or whatever it is, or, you know, or if I've got to be in you know, whatever the situation is, I will always inform him. But actually, in terms of talking every day, I think it's completely, it's whatever works for those yeah. people but for yeah. me personally it,
0: might, it, might, it obviously works with someone but i i don't i don't, I don't want to be talk to you every day i don't think that there's a need you know i think uh, if you're talking to uh, you know i, I guess if they if it's about a specific subject yeah that's fine yeah. like if there's something that needs to be updated about this or there's an ongoing issue that you may need to update daily because you know the issue is you know that then that's slightly different but yeah. I think if yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, you know, a check-in, I, you know, I think technology has also changed that slightly, as you're saying, you know, you, you, children are having their own phones and, you know, they can do all of this stuff. They've got FaceTime and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I, I guess, the, you know, that they're able to c- communicate, you know, themselves, um, especially if the child is old enough um you know if they're having any issues or you know whatever it is that they might want to share specifically with mummy, or specifically with daddy yeah um in terms of you know sharing different things with different parents at different times um because i mm, think children mm. are always kind of you know you might speak to mummy a little bit more at this time or you might speak to daddy a little bit more at this time or whatever it is and have a different type of relationship but um I think yeah you know, you know i think the parents maybe need to check in you know every 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 so often i would
1: yeah when yeah yeah, yeah. When and, that, yeah and that's absolutely fine but actually when see when i haven't got them i very very rarely make contact because Yeah, because i think I like it's their either. special time yeah, yeah I because like it's their either. special time yeah and if i'm if i'm calling up especially with the little one who's very attached to me if i'm calling up every 5 minutes it's, it's yeah it's unsettling it's interrupting what they're doing um you know my my teenagers don't want to talk to me 95% of the time anyways they wouldn't answer the phone even if i did call but and but you know so i just don't think that, that yeah especially when they're older you know they can have the they you know whatever it is, they have the communication with yeah. yeah. their dad and yeah. that's it but i don't think no i don't i think that daily conduct for me personally it, it, I'm sure it does work for lots of people and maybe if for instance you know the um the parent the resident parent is really struggling emotionally with a particular situation that's going on parenting then you know maybe offering that regular support for that short period of time fine but um uh, yeah for uh, me yeah. personally I if um
0: when when we was parent parenting I dropped you off on a Friday and I saw you on a Sunday you know like I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't feel like the need that I needed to still be attached to my children I know that you are no. with your father I know that you know you're with your dad that mm, if he needs anything he's gonna shout me do you know like, I, yeah I don't need to yeah. go, I don't need to be on the phone every night oh good night I hope you have a good sleep like that, that's, that, that, at that specific time it's not my place
1: no no and actually I think it's really important you know you know with the saying about you know you can't someone else's cup unless yours is full whatever that saying is mm-hmm. it's so important for you to recharge as an adult and have that time so when i don't have my children i love to utilize that time yeah. just to do adult things yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds a bit dodgy you know you, just you know, to be you're an like, adult you're, just, you're having time as yourself
0: as a, as yeah as a, like, yeah hello i'm not mum right now I'm yeah like continuously now. yeah yeah in terms of you're zoning out from being a parent and you're just having time of processing who
1: you are. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, that's really important. So actually, you know, I I love my children dearly, and they're the most important things. But actually, sometimes I just want full forty eight hours where I just do me. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's all right as well to be able to do that. And actually, then if I if I had you know when I've got the children continuously or when he has then and I was contacting every five minutes of his it would it would just be too frustrating.
0: much yeah it'd be frustrating what do you think about sharing holidays so i always struggled when it came to um school holidays and so forth in terms of it, it wasn't you know split down the middle um mm. i always felt that it should have been but it wasn't it and that and that frustrated me it was annoying um but i but I, you know, I just dealt with the situation. I just mm. dealt with well, what was at hand, and it really and truly mm. is it,
1: it, it, what it is. I think planning in advance is absolutely critical. So, so that each year, say you do alternate Christmases or you know alternate New Years or whatever you do, mm. and that summer holidays always plan in advance. So, especially like um, when you're both working full time say you know well I'm gonna take two weeks annual leave here you take two weeks annual leave there and perhaps you know the rest of the time we'll share child care fees or you know whatever it might be. Um but yeah planning in advance so that you know between you know 10th of August and the 24th of August um you have them and I have them the rest of the time or whatever it is so that it's it's so you're absolutely crystal clear about what's going on because I think that communication and I think the most important thing for me actually that really worked so there was no kind of discrepancy or arguments that oh well you said this and no you didn't say that it was I, doc, I I I put everything in either a text or an email in black and white in the beginning so it's much easier now but at the beginning it was okay so just to confirm following on for our conversation you would pick up at five o'clock on Friday and I'll come back and get them from you at six o'clock on Sunday is mm-hmm. that okay and then they confirm that yes so you've got that so they can't say oh well you never said you wanted know, me to have them all weekend i thought i was just having them for one night yeah. so none of that goes on because then you can refer to it and i think that because that that does kind of in lots of situations i think and lots of friends on that kind of thing does go on so that being absolutely clear yeah yeah with what's happening, like
0: the communication is transparent yeah yeah
1: Okay. yeah but um, i certainly don't have all the answers but
0: um, no me neither because obviously you know it's, hard. it's really I, really hard. i remember a stage of my co-parenting didn't even go well you know like so no. now i'm here yeah. having this whole conversation about it thinking oh hold on a minute like that it didn't go so great when I when i yeah. was doing it i didn't look at all these tips and tricks but you know what it's nice to still um look back at the experience and see you know where we went wrong what 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 i could have done you know differently what i've learned and you know what 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 impact it has so yeah
1: because it actually this is why shows like this are really good because quite often you'll have been have listened to podcasts or listen to things on youtube or whatever and people are talking about you know what you know what doesn't work or complaining about a situation and you, you know you talk to your friends and they oh you know moaning about their ex and what's going on and everything. Yeah. But actually rarely do you hear people saying well actually what what did work and what's positive and what has worked for you because that's where you learn like yeah so if there's other people to are calling to show now or take what was what, please do yeah please <laughs> what <laughs> do you think that we works
0: or work. oh, even actual, it actual fact tips. ash what do you think that works oh in actual fact i can ask you what do you think mr brando over there very quietly. What do you think that works? What what could you p- pinpoint a specific thing that you could say, oh you know what this you know, this person has, has done this or she advised that we do this and it and it worked in terms of co-parenting? Mm. Mm, I'll give him a second to think mm. about that. <laughs> <laughs> so what what I, I always feel like okay i think from my own personal experiences and i think about when i was co-parenting i think the thing that worked um until it didn't work was um having that set time and that time that you was with them and that was your time do you know like it wasn't you yeah, you know like you would called for stupidness oh you' got someone hey do i buy a paracetamol, yes you buy the palpole you know like but it wasn't it and I had to. I learned that that time wasn't really for me. That was for the children, for them to spend with their dad. Do you know, like I think that was the co-parenting thing that I kind of took. In terms of um, our communication, it wasn't great. I'll just be honest. It wasn't great at all. Um, yeah, there was left lots left to be desired in that situation. But yeah. um, but in terms of um, me not interrupting your time with them. Um, and you know just leaving you to actually parent do you know like that i can't i can't parent for you but i had to leave you to do your parenting style in your own way and just get on with it um mm. you know there were a few times where i did intervene but on a whole um i think I, I i i tried my hardest to just leave that situation and just let that naturally take place over there because it wasn't my business
1: yeah 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 I think um yeah, being boundaryed in every sense of the word is is really, really that's critical. Your,
0: that's that's your that's your um that's your co parenting advice, boundaries. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Set those
0: boundaries, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you've got to be yeah, really clear in every in every single way, you know, depending on the circumstance, but yeah, being boundaried with what mm. you know, what's what and you know, just setting some ground rules I guess from the beginning and you know um but yeah I think um you know I'm I'm yeah i'm I'm, I'm very I do think I'm very very fortunate actually yeah. with my situation um, happy
0: for you. now
1: <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I didn't mean that in a horrible way but no no literally I am happy yeah for you, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no 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 but but it's you know I wouldn't say but you, you know yeah on <laughs> what I'm like I, I can be a little bit fiery at times so you know yeah. so considering that is 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 Oh, it's a miracle, but it's you know, but so there's not, but it's very smooth running and yeah, you know. Do you
0: like my jumper? Um, so I've got my own.
1: Um, I've got my own. I know, I saw it. Shan jumper. Look. I know, Yay. I might get one as a fan. Yay! So
0: um <laughs> I one. Will we, I don't know if I'm having merchandise. but obviously, I may be um. having merchandise, guys. But yeah, this is, this is this is a this is a Shan um Converse shan jumper. So hey, it's cute. Yes. Like myself. Right, thank
1: well, I'm gonna much. love
0: you, leave you, yeah, and much I'll listen to the rest it. of the show. Yes, all right, nice, love. Take care, see you soon. Yes, well done. Love bye. you, guys. Okay, so okay, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. I don't know why I've got um okay, I'll ignore that for now. Okay, that's fine, that's important. So I'm gonna just have a quick recap. Um in the last like 10 minutes or so, like 15 minutes. Um and I'll come back to Adam with that question in a minute so today's recap was it is about co-parenting and how we can successfully co-parent what mistakes we've learned along the way what we feel like we could have done better what we feel like has impacted our children how we impact them and how also um, the the irresponsible uh, co-parent and the inconsistency of that as well and what that what that looks like and how we should try to manage that and um, so we had our tips we also had our motto of the week so guys remember the motto of the week and it's not just for parents that are co-parent as well it's also for parents that are together it's also for single parents right because you know every situation is different um, so it's just for parents in general right So the motto of the week this week was um the best security blanket a child can have is two parents that respect each other so you know you can change that up in terms of you know the best um you know the best security blanket a child can have is a parent that you know also respects themselves um a parent that also you know respects the child so you can change that up into however it's it suits your um, your lifestyle, basically, right? You can change up to how it suits your lifestyle. Um, we had tips, so in terms of what works and what what doesn't work in terms of parenting. Um, oh, no, I wouldn't say what doesn't work. Uh, I would maybe I may worded that wrong, right? I did. It was like a um, you know, a, a bullet points as to what we think co-parent in should consist of that's what it was so it was bullet points of what co-parenting should consist of so it was communication effective communication it was um document everything especially i I guess in as as um she was saying in um in the beginning stages you know when you need that clarification of you know what someone has said so you know it's like the ball the ball mark doesn't change Um, keep a consistent schedule so, you know, we, we explained how the inconsistency, how it affects the child and how it, that also affects the um, resident parent and, you know, and, 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 the, and the, the upset that it can cause, right? Um, not overreacting, trying not to overreact, trying to remain calm, which I know is, is a challenging one, but we also have to remember that it's not about us. It's not about our feelings as the parent. It, it is about the child and you know if you want to have your feelings later or tomorrow whenever but it's not now so you know trying not to overreact and trying to disagree in private um you know that one is you know it's it can be challenging sometimes so let's just keep it real right it can be challenging and it can be difficult but it can be something that um can be done but obviously you know it, it won't be done 24 7 of the time and um, so share positive notes about parenting so you know you want to share you know positive experiences about you know your your child's mother or your child's father you want to share those positive experiences so that the child can relate to having um you know my my mum my speaks positively of my dad or my, my dad speaks positively of my mommy you don't want it to there's be any animosity and the child to feel like they have to pick between parents and pick between you know what was said and you know it, it, it makes it a very uncomfortable environment and obviously children as well grow up to have you know a lot of not a lot they, they can grow up to have bad relationships with parents because of, of the view which they have been sold to them by that other parent right um so we, we spoke a little bit about parent implants i've never had one so we'll leave that one ish maybe i'll come back to that actually i might do it. i might do some serious research on a parenting plan but some people do parent um you know have plans as to what they want their you know what they want their um the upbringing of the child to look like so in terms of you know schooling and you know extracurricular activities or etc etc so yeah i guess that's not too bad having a calendar that merges well with one another making sure that you know, you are um, making sure that you are in sync with one another in terms of you know what what needs to be done for the child, what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, and how that what you know and how it needs to be done, and what that looks like. Um, you don't want to be, you know, lastminute.com, unprepared, et etc. et cetera. And avoid being that Disneyland parent. I'm going to change that from dad. So it could be parents. Avoid being that fun parent You know, that wants to take no responsibility, that doesn't want to do discipline, that only wants to do, you know, all of the fun stuff, this, that, and the other. You know, I'm not interested in, you know, going to parents' evening, having to discipline the child, having to speak about whatever situation it is, you know, having to do the hardcore part and the hard work, really, of parenting. Like, it comes with the good, bad and the ugly, unfortunately, guys, and you just got to just rock it out, it. There's nothing much else you can do about that. Right. And, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, right, guys. So, wrote a new bio. Yeah. You want to listen to it? I'm going to read it. So, this is a description of the show, right? So, it's a laid-back, down-to-earth... No. Shan, a laid-back, down-to-earth observer of life with a passion for exploring and discussing controversial topics that people are scared to talk about. In her natural, direct, and unfiltered style, Shan explores a variety of experiences that will expand your mind, spark debates, and inspire growth through her live weekly show. Talks touch upon current affairs that happen in the world, at home, and in the bedroom. So, with that, we are going to run a quick um we're gonna run a quick song I think and then oh Alan did you think of anything? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't think of anything. So um We are going to be back right here next week. Every week we will be at the Real Buzz Radio headquarters and they are my sponsors because they allow us to use the studio every week from seven till nine on a Wednesday evening. And so we also have two other sponsors. So Jimmy Asher Foundation, they do great things with the youth, Um, you know, here, abroad, Jamaica. um, You know, if you want to get in touch, we've done, in actual fact, shout out we done some work online workout at Christmas right and it was for the kids but I joined in you know me I join in I keep it real so I joined in with the kids and oh my gosh was it hard work yeah oh the next day oh my gosh all of the abs that I don't have right was all paining me up yeah oh my gosh yeah So, yeah, it's coming up to the holidays, so they will be doing, in actual fact, I'll get him to send me a list closer to the time, but they will be doing um, online clubs for the children in terms of online cooking, healthy eating, etc, etc. So there'll be loads of things to do with them, and they are great. And then also, we got the Flavour Stop, right? So, yeah, they are my sponsors as well. So anytime anyone, and we've got, they have a new Friday jerk chicken platter which is absolutely amazing, and I will be posting it on our Instagram, I think tomorrow, which is, no, Friday. I'll be posting it on our Instagram, so it's available on Fridays, I think. I'll I'll double check, but I'm sure it's available on Fridays. So yeah, they do a jerk chicken platter, which is absolutely amazing, and um, they are available to order food with delivery. I think it's local free delivery in Southeast London. I have to double check, but I think it may be a small delivery fee, depending on where you are. Delicious, freshly cooked, none of the stale food. So yeah, delicious, freshly cooked meals, Friday, Saturday, and I think Sunday, um, delivered to your door. So thank you very much all for your listening ears. And the new thing is straight talk, no chaser. So yay! I will be back next week. Thank you very much all for listening and logging in. And um, I really appreciate all your listening ears. Please share the show, guys. Yeah. So all of my Real Buzz Radio listeners, I know you're here. I feel you. I see you. I know I've got some regulars here as well. So, yes, I love you, love you, love you. And um, to all of my guys that are listening on the radio, thank you very much. You know, I really appreciate the support because it's been a bit of a change up in scenery, isn't it? So I'm doing it on my own, and I need the support, and I love you guys, right? So thank you, and I'll see you back here next week. Hey! right enjoy oh